the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. This week we look into praising the Lord. The main reading is Psalm 148, 149 and 150. God is good. Last few weeks ago we talked about our tongues. Um, we, we speak what we are and we are what we speak. And we looked at that. And then last week we looked at thankfulness, power of thankfulness that uh, is for our protection, for our growth, for our maturity. Um, flesh it out, as we said, self-pity and selfishness and, and all those things uh, that uh, grab hold of us. It magnifies the Lord. And, uh, you know, these days we, we have a lot of talk about... Um, changing our thinking and mental health of course and all that and uh, you know god remember we need god knew all this before that psychologists and anyone else knew about this um and and that's why he, he tells us that give thanks in all circumstances we looked at the evidence of that they've looked the evidence now of thankful people of their not just their mental health but their physical health and just all that kind of thing and uh, so what happens it's an amazing thing the brain is is it's an amazing uh, powerful computer organ For yeah well that's right it's decaying it's well we're all decaying as soon as we start it's dying away but um you know it, it, it you can you can change the way you think and and, and the and they tell us you can reroute that's where habits come from so you, you can ingrain yourself into habit because then your brain reroutes and, and recalibrates so it needs to do that it releases chemicals, so you have to do that. And uh, that's that's where you sometimes need to break a habit, but it's good to put good habits in. Nothing wrong with a good habit. And praise is a, one, one of those ways, again, like thankfulness, where we reroute our brain, where it's a natural phenomenon. And of course, when we praise, we'll see in a moment the power of praise. That's why the Bible says, and, and the Psalms, praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Whatever you find your hand to do, praise the Lord. It's a good thing. It's a good. It's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. Great to praise Him and all those things. Are we gonna? We're gonna see that tonight and, and really encourage our hearts. This is what C.S. Lewis said. This is very interesting. Great thinker, C.S. Lewis. Uh, inner health uh, praise is inner health made audible. That's an interesting comment. Um, and again, I, I suppose he could see there that, you see, our praise is really a reflection of our hearts. Again, our words, our mouths. And uh, that's why sometimes it's a sacrifice because our, our, our demeanor and our circumstances, I don't wanna, we praise him because that builds and blesses and uh, changes our thinking. This is what someone said. Listen to this. If I, I wonder if we'd ever get so excited over Jesus and what he's done for us that we'd have to release the, the pressure of excitement in a shout of praise. We will just maybe look at a few. I mean, you can Google um, different many words in the, in the Old Testament, at least seven words for praise, all different shades of nuance. In the New Testament, there's about five or six there. Um, we'll have a look at some of those. But ultimately, praise is not quiet. If you want quiet, don't go to heaven. Because the Bible says only half hour of quiet up there. Because there. generally, heaven is filled with thanksgiving and praise and adoration. And uh, sometimes we, we, you know, what do people think of me? Well, I don't care. What does the Lord think? 
What does the Lord think? So praising the Lord. Well, first of all, first of all, um, he longs for it. He, need, he shows again our need for it, but it's, it's a blessing. Listen to what he said in uh, Luke 19, uh, 37, 41. Luke 19, 37, 41. Then as he was now drawing near to the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, you treat your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Now as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it. Amen. Well, there's Jesus again uh, saying, look, if these are quiet, the very inanimate objects around will shout. And thankfully, whatever he's created is always praising him. The Bible says, um, Psalm 8, Psalm 19, the heavens declare your grace, your mercy. Day after day, they pour forth speech. And of course, they are found now with their, uh, their they make... I remember, what was it? I can't remember. It wasn't John. It was another. Um, and they, they, they show, the, the sounds they make. No, oh, the guy who does the stars, yeah, isn't it? Star. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Louis Giglio. And um, obviously they get the resonance and they give a sound out. And when they put it all together, it's like a symphony. Uh, because day after day, they pour forth speech. Not just light, but sound. And uh, the, the whole universe sings of his glory. The trees of the fields are about clap their hands uh, to, the, to the Lord. Uh, it's only us. Who's given free will? It's so often, re, you know, recall about. But you see, God longs to see it, and he and he loved us children. Just and that's why kids are great because there's no inhibitions. They saw Jesus and they just praised and worshipped him. And of course, the Pharisees, oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, careful now, don't get too excited. But as we just read, if we really knew who Jesus was and what he's done for us, that your sins are forgiven. Dear me, that alone, that alone could, should cause us to get excited. And, and how many times have we said, you know, as men especially, not so many women, but how we get excited when we watch an inflated bit, a bit of uh, leather kick around the field, don't we? And, uh, and, and we see men, men, grown men, jumping and screaming. Yet in church, oh, no, can't, what? It's a, it's a football, a rugby ball. And then we see them crying because their team has lost. It's the end of the world. Is it the end of the world? And of course not. But it shows. So what we are passionate about, what we love, we appreciate and we tell. We, 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 we have to express it. C.S. Lewis again says, it's incomplete. Our delight is incomplete until it is expressed. Um, but ultimately, it's what we are called to do. It's who we are. Again, we said Thanksgiving is a test uh, of our spirituality. Without appreciation, really, there's no, there's no salvation. And our growth comes from it. Listen to uh, 1 Peter 2, 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not known, received mercy, but now you have received mercy. There we are. Four reasons to praise the Lord. Why? What do you say? You are a chosen people, royal priesthood, holy nation, 
peculiar people, that means special to him. Although, let's be honest, few of us are peculiar, but thankfully God is with us. Amen. <laughs> but what? Our calling to declare, to show forth, to publish, to celebrate, to tell out, to declare the praises of God. Why? Because we know who he is. We know what he's done for us. And we are just filled with uh, inexpressible joy. And uh, bless the Lord. Uh, so that's our purpose. That's our purpose. So never think, um, oh, your purpose is to praise the Lord. Declare him. Show forth him. Um, but they, it's, it's a part of our salvation. Uh, <coughs> Isaiah 61. Beautiful verses. Isaiah 61, 1 to 3. Hear the Lord's favor. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Amen. We come back to that verse because that's very interesting yes. because again it gives us insight uh, garments of praise instead of a spirit of heaviness we'll come back to that um, in a moment when we talk about the power of praise but that's again what we, what is given to us uh, a crown of, of righteousness a, a robe of righteousness crown of glory um, garment of praise instead of spirit of heaviness so we can be planted oaks of righteousness planted in him and flourishing in him and uh, strong in him bless the Lord how about these verses Psalm 40 1 to 3 I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. See, when, when we come into the Lord, he gives us a new song. And that's why... Um, Every time, if you notice, if you, if you look through history, every time a revival has broken out, uh, great new songs and hymns have come. And you can look through Wesley, to Wesley's, uh, Toza and um, Toza, uh, Sankey and, and the, 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 the evangelist. And, and others came, came together because there was, you see, when, when there's salvation, there's a new song. Doesn't say you can sing, doesn't ask to say you can sing, but it's a new song. Why? Because it's joy in our heart joy in our heart because we've again God has put his hand upon us and saved us now we mustn't stifle that song and, and many people don't break through into tongues when they've been prayed for the baptism of the Spirit because they don't move their tongue and you can't speak in tongues if you don't move your tongue and that's the power of praise we see whoever's saved has got a new song from the Lord and we need to praise the Lord and of course it, in some places they say no you can't do that and they, they quieten everything down. And, but you know what? We, we encourage not just to sing the hymns, which are wonderful in the, in the choruses, but to sing your song. To sing a new song to the Lord. Also, 
Um, we, we sometimes have made, in the past, made fun of those who sing the Psalms. I suppose it depends who's singing them, that's, that's the thing. Um, but, you know, there's a wonder, you know, you say, well, I don't know what to sing. Learn the Psalms. Pick up a Psalm and begin to sing it. Sing it at home first, maybe. Um, Psalm 147, like, praise the Lord, hallelujah. How good it is to sing praise to our God, how pleasant and fitting to praise him. Bless the Lord. Hmm? I said I wasn't singing it. I wasn't singing it. I was chanting it. It is. Yeah. I know that is that that group is another to a lot of the songs. Shane and Shane. Yes. Brilliant. Yes. And again, nothing. You know why? Because you always remember what you sing, don't you? Far more than you try to learn. That's why we. Now that's why. So praise, that's something in us. Praise is in those who know the Lord. But the Lord says, now develop that. Continue to praise him uh, and be a lifestyle of praise. Let's read that. Uh, Psalm 34, 1 to 3. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue in my My soul shall make a host in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Will magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Mighty, bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. His praise will continually. Well, that's all the time, isn't it? Um, and also the power of praising together. Uh, listen to what he said. Let us magnify the Lord. Psalm 35, um, Psalm 95. Uh, we've looked at that before about hard hearts and difficulty in hearts. And and really, before the hard hearts comes, he said he says in Psalm 95, "Let us praise the Lord. Let us come and worship. Let us." And the power of praise, you know, that's why it is vital, isn't it, to come together? Because sometimes you can come and think, oh, and then you feel someone praising the Lord. And you think, oh, bless the Lord. Yes. And, and, you know, when you know some, some people's circumstances and you hear them praising the Lord, you think, well, Lord, if they can praise the Lord, I certainly can. Because I know the difficulties. I used to say about Jean, and Jean when Jean was here, she was in a wheelchair. And she'd be praising the Lord. I'm thinking, okay, come on, Lord. There's no reason I couldn't be praising the Lord. And, and other people who, you know, we were in real dire straits health-wise. And uh, they, you'd see them praising the Lord and worshipping the Lord. That's an encouragement. Let us praise the Lord. Sometimes we come and the devil's a liar and the devil wants to keep us quiet. Now, there's a, there's a time for quiet, isn't it? Be still before the Lord. There's a time. There's no doubt for that. But let me just say, praise the Lord. He wants to keep us quiet. He doesn't want us to pray. That's why Jesus said, if you keep quiet, these stones are going to rise up and praise praise me. So a, a lifestyle of praise and adoration and thanksgiving, as we said, gratitude. Um, and I guess a, a, a gratitude confirms relationship, as we said before. Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13. So Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. A fruit of our lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. Or with such sacrifice God is pleased. So God is pleased. Remember we talked about the Old Testament sacrifices. Well of course they have done and finished with. But they are replaced by New Testament sacrifices. And one of them is praise. One of them is praise. And of course the others there is fellowship and giving. Bless the Lord. Sharing. Giving away. And uh, God's pleased with that. But he says, continually praise the fruit of your lips. So we understand what he's on about. Mm. It has to be verbalized and, uh, you know, said out loud. God, you are worthy. You are magnificent. You are wonderful. Uh, praise the Lord uh, while I have my breath. Um, 
One of the first hymns Charles Westy wrote, maybe in the first, I don't think it was the first, one of the first he said, was all for a thousand tongues <laughs> to sing my great redeemer's praise. What a beautiful song. Um, and uh, John Wesley, when he was putting his hymn book together, uh, that was number one in, in his hymn book. And I think I, I, I wrote down here, up until 1983, it was the first hymn in, in the hymnal. All for a thousand tongues to sing my great redeemer's praise. That's the Lord. Great song. Great hymn. Um, when we have, a, because I remember the Westies grew up in, in a godly home, but they weren't saved. They, they were ministered, but they weren't saved. Isn't that amazing? I suppose it shouldn't surprise you. And, uh, but they got saved, wonderfully saved. And, and, in, and that was one of his first hymns. All for a thousand when we actually um, uh, know. What does Psalm Isaiah 43 says? The people whom I have formed for myself will declare my praise. <coughs> so we are created to praise the Lord and to know him and to fellowship with him. Well, let's look at God's etiquette and protocol. We know it. Psalm 100. Let's see what Psalm 100 says. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. See, there's, there's the Lord's pattern. In threes, you can count the threes there all the way through, and... Uh... <coughs> Enter his gates with activity. And, and, and you have a picture of the, the temple there, that you enter the gates, then you come into the outer court, um, and then you have the inner court, Holy of Holies, of course. You, you couldn't go in there um, unless you were the priest. But you come in, into, the, into the gates with thanksgiving. And then you, you rise up. You see, thanksgiving gets our attention off us onto the Lord what he's done for us, the things he's blessed us with. Then we are now, we, we, are, we, are, we are viewing him, we are, have a sight of him. And then we are just, just glorifying, praising for who he is. He's awesome, he's magnificent. And now we're in the outer courts, ready to move into his presence, into worship, aren't we? Right in there, where we are just, just dwelling in his, his courts. Sometimes we, uh, so when we pray, uh, you know, there's always a bit of resistance. As soon as we get down to pray, you will find a million things come through your mind. Oh, I've got to do this, got to do that. And some dreadful thoughts will come as well. The devil wants to prevent you spending time with the Lord. Mm. And that's why you've got to press through the gates, through the outer court, to get into the presence of the Lord sometimes because of all the distractions and uh, all the things we've absorbed during the day or yesterday. And that's why Thanksgiving, and he gives us etiquette. And of course, he tells us, uh, who we are, and he tells us why we to praise him. He's good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth uh, to all generations. So there's, there's, we, we, praise brings us into the presence of God. The Bible says the Lord inhabits his, our praise. Um, it's a beautiful picture of where he dwells. He um, rests, he abides, he remains uh, where praise is. Um, that's why the power of praise brings us to the presence of the Lord. Listen to these verses. Awesome verses from 2 Chronicles 5, 11 to 14. 2 Chronicles 5. 
the priests then withdrew from the holy place. All the priests who were there had consecrated themselves, regardless of their divisions. All the Levites who were musicians, Asaph, Edom, Jedathan, and the stood on each side of the altar, dressed in fine linen and playing cymbals, harps and lyres. Lays the lyres? Lyres, They were accompanied by 120 priests sounding trumpets. The trumpeters and musicians joined in unison to give praise and thanks to the Lord. Accompanied by trumpets, cymbals and other instruments, the singers raised their voices in praise to the Lord and sang, He is good, his love endures forever. Then the temple of the Lord was filled with a cloud, and the priests could not perform this service because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the temple of God. When praise was given, you need to be dead. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't. A, it wasn't quite there. Let me tell you, 120 trumpets, yeah. woo, and the cymbals going on. I went. I say one trombone's enough, isn't it? Um, but 120 trumpets. You know, it it was loud, but the praise was towards the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good, His mercy endures forever. And the Bible says, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Bless the Lord. Where there's praise, the Lord loves to dwell the lord loves to come fill the temple so there's 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 a, a great um lesson for us lord difficultly get your prayer begin to praise the lord praise the lord praise him praise him again but in the praise there's um victory there's liberty and it opens the way up for the lord to do mighty miracles see praise what praise does it it, it gets our attention again off ourselves onto him we are telling him lord how awesome you are how much we need you how much we need you and um uh act 16 act 16 we know the the uh, story but it's great to read Acts 16 22 the crowd the crowd joined in the attack against the Lord on Silas and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods after they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into the prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the others, prisoners, were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. See, naturally, it was midnight, they were in pain, they were bleeding, they were dehydrated, they were in stocks. The pain must have been, you know, cramp, pain, bleeding, bloodied, um, all for doing the work of the Lord. Remember that, they've been doing the work of the Lord, so my thought if i'm there i'm complaining to the lord lord why on earth am i here why am i in this situation well i've been doing your work i've been doing you well i've been preaching the gospel getting people saved and i'm here now i've been beaten to smithereens and i'm no 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 why because they saw something the lord's remember when we see who the lord is and we're in his will there's nothing that comes across our path that he's not allowed now that doesn't say that we don't get ourselves into difficulties it's a different question. But now they're in the will of the Lord. And so what are they doing? They are praying and they're praising. Bless the Lord. <coughs> Did they feel like it? 
absolutely not. <coughs> Their bodies were absolutely wracked <coughs> with pain, but they were praising. And see, when you begin to do that, that, that increases your faith. It shows you have faith. It's an exercise of faith, praise, isn't it? And then it opens the way for God to do some amazing things. And the Bible says suddenly, every door opens. Because you know what? Those, those prisoners there would have never heard the gospel if Paul and Silas had not been there. They weren't going to come up with it. They weren't going to hear Paul and Silas preach in the streets. They were in prison. So God says, well, I want to save those men there. All right, Paul and Silas, they didn't know, but God knew. I'm going to send you there for a little bit. And uh, it seems, I've said before, that, that certainly there was a revival there because the Bible says not one of them ran away. You know anything about prisoners? If the doors open, their shackles have fallen, I'm gone. So, but the Lord has done a work because the Bible says they were listening to them. And they were saved. And the jailer was saved. That man who beforehand had little regard, the Bible says he'd put him in the worst place, in the, in the lowest dungeon. He had no thought at all, but as soon as he knew his job was at stake, his life was at stake, ah, he just so much so he was going to kill himself. And uh, thankfully, the, uh, Paul steps in. So the power of praise opens the way for the Lord to do wonderful things. Miracles, suddenlies, when we begin to see God for who he is. And uh, let's have a little look at this uh, again. An amazing story we've looked at before, but it's worth reading in 2 Chronicles 20. Early in the morning they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army saying, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah and they were defeated. Victory, liberty, power of God is released when praise is there. And, but again, uh, it was, I think it was George Muller says, pray for the promise, pray for a promise, and then praise for that promise to come to effect. They, 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 just before that, Jehoshaphat is there, and I love this prayer, I've said it many times. Lord, we don't know what, we, what to do, but our eyes are on you. We don't know what to do, we're over, over, outnumbered, overwhelmed, we don't know what, but our eyes are on you. And they prayed, and the prophetic word came, the promise came. And then they thought, right, we don't need to fight in one sense. Only after the Lord's done his work. And he said, right, let's get the praises. Let's get them singers in front. Um, I'm sure some of them singers had a bad thought that morning when they, they got told that they were at the front, in front of the army, going round. But praise, and the Bible says, when they praise, the Lord sent ambushes against the enemy. That's the power of praise. Um, Psalm 149 says, not just praise, the high praise. Two-edged sword in our mouth. There's a place where we get in praise where the Lord does amazing works where we can't see in the spiritual realm. That's why we forget how powerful our words are, our prayers are, our praises, our thanksgiving is. See, it isn't just here that has effect. In the spiritual realm, we will, I'm sure, uh, we will not know until we get to heaven how powerful they've been um, and uh, you know what, what they've achieved and what's happened. It is imp interesting to note that um, 
the tribe Judah, tribe Judah, fourth tribe. Uh, of course, Judah means praise, thanksgiving, praise. And uh, numerous times, if not every time, Judges 1, Judges 20, um, Lord, who shall go up first? Who's going to go first? Which tribe's going to go first? Send Judah first. Send praise first. Send thanksgiving first. And so often we, we miss that. What should go first? Yeah. Our praise, our thanksgiving. <coughs> and, and it's in that the Lord has power and openness to move and do miracles right. and might. Um, so that's, again, power of praise. That's our purpose. It brings the presence of the Lord. It brings the provision, protection, the power of God. But also, our, our, our demeanor, our emotions. Psalm 42, verse 5 and verse 11. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise, the, praise him for the health of his countenance. Why are you cast down, my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Bless the Lord. <laughs> the, the psalmist, I love the psalm because the psalmists are always open and honest before the Lord, um, and that's wonderful because we can put ourselves right there and we can say, Lord, he's speaking to himself, the psalmist, and he repeats this a number of times on the next psalm. Why are you so depressed, sunk down, low, oh my soul. Why are you so disturbed and disquieted? Why is there such a roar and commotion within you? He's asking himself the question, and then he's giving himself the answer. Now, wait on the Lord, tarry, rest in him, hope in him. I will yet praise the Lord. Um, that word praise there, as we looked at, we haven't looked at the seven words, but that one there is to um, extend, to give praise, to extend his hands, grabbing, in a sense, grabbing onto the Lord in worship, in adoration, in, in thanksgiving. I will yet praise the Lord. Listen to those words again. I will yet praise. Not I feel to praise. Not I think I'll praise. I will. There's, there's a... a, a working of our will and will is that's our biggest problem faith repentance is not just change of thinking change of emotion it's because <coughs> our will has to be activated and that's our problem because i want to do my will want my way but he says i will yet praise the lord my salvation my deliverance is of the lord my countenance his countenance will be upon me bless the lord if we go back to that isaiah 61 uh, a garment of praise, garment of praise. Um, that word praise there is is the uh, singing of the halal, the hallelujahs, singing hymns, laudation. He's given us that instead of the spirit of heaviness, feebleness, dimness. Not dim as in light. Not well, it can be dim as well. Some as a dim, but dim as the opposite of, of bright, darkness of. And there's a, there are times when the darkness comes over us. We all have those issues, those times where darkness clouds in over us. Bless the Lord. And, and that's, you know, that's how it is. That's life. That's how sometimes our emotions work. But thank be to God, 
those people who wrote, the, wrote God's word were exactly where we are and mm -hmm. probably in far worse situations when we think of David especially remember he was being hounded for his life now no one's going to try and take my life Jackie sometimes may feel like throwing <laughs> things at me and but there's no one after me like that is there and uh, no one after you well, I don't think there's anyone after you like that but I will yet praise the Lord bless the Lord that's a wonderful <coughs> thing just to pop this in and we, we sometimes uh, again all those words again seven words different different types and, and some mean shout oh bless the Lord shout in triumph uh, some mean play the instrument years ago there were um, some denominations that didn't want instruments in the church and um, oh you you know you can praise the Lord without instruments there's no doubt there's no I, I got no problem with that but to to bar them because the Bible says we we wasn't in the see that's not true is it because a number of words for praise in the Old Testament our New Testament means to play an instrument to twang you know some of us twang and when we try to play to pluck instruments to play Psalm 150 is very clear is it whatever you have in your hand blow it play it shout it sing it when everything has breath, praise the Lord. Um, you, you look through the Bible, it talks about speaking, singing, shouting, clapping. We haven't come to clapping, but that's another thing, different types of clapping. Um, raising hands, dancing, careful with your knees, uh, musical instruments, all in God's word, um, when you understand what the word means behind. And, and so those that have, uh, have said that have missed out and have not really understood God's word. That's sad because... Um, you know, uh, although some the way some must play can put people off anyway, but that's a different claim, that's a different thing. But the praises of God, bless the Lord, so powerful, opens up the way for the Lord, lets the presence of the Lord come in, the power of God, the provision of God, and our our demeanor sometimes when we are oh the weight of the world is upon us. Oh lift up your eyes. Lift up your eyes and praise him. For he is good, his mercy endures forever. And as he said, and I love Paul, he said, Look, your troubles he said they just for, just for a moment, aren't they? Yeah. And then you into into eternity when there's no troubles, yeah. there's no difficulties. Yeah. Bless the Lord, wonderful. Um, I love these verses as well. Psalm 67, the power of praise. Psalm 67, five to seven. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let the peoples praise you. Then the earth shall yield her increase. God, our God, shall bless us. Uh, God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Look at that. May the peoples praise you, all, then the land will yield its harvest. We want revival, we want fruitfulness. Let's start praising the Lord. Let's start actually elevating him and, and telling people who, how great he is. Sometimes we, we are reticent, again, when people come in that are not saved. Let me tell you, the power of praise and real praise and worship will astound people because where where that is god is now they may not understand it fully but where god is god will speak into that and as we said before where the word of the lord is the lord is in the house um the lamb will use heart and our god with the blessing of god is there when with his praise god loves and he commands the blessing and all the ends of the earth will feel when when the people of god praise the lord there's a there's fruit but there's a fear of god because we are now showing when God's presence comes, there's blessing and fruitfulness, but there's a, there's a reverence, especially if we're not right with him. There's a fear of God that, that, it, it, that comes, a power of praise tonight. John Wesley, 
was 21 years of age. Um, and of course, when we're 21, we think we know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we know nothing. But he, he was he was 21, and he was one. I would call him a genius, really clever guy, going to Oxford University. Of course, uh, in those days, he thought he knew everything, and he's a little bit um, condescending and sarcastic, as as we are when we're young. We think we know it all. And uh, in in the university, there was a porter. And um, he discovered this porter was so poor that he had only one coat uh, to, that he had. He lived in impoverished conditions and he didn't even have a bed. Mm-hmm. Yet he was unusually happy mm-hmm. and grateful, filled with gratitude for God. And Wesley, in, <coughs> in that immature, uh, joking way, said, And what do you, what have you got to thank God for? What have you got to thank God for? With a touch of sarcasm, of course. Mm-hmm. The porter smiled. And in a that's beautiful way, meekness responded to him, said, I thank him that he has given me life and my being, a heart to love, and above all, a constant desire to serve the living God. Deeply moved, Wesley recognized that man knew the meaning of true thankfulness. Mm-hmm. Amen. And thankfully, when John Wesley was on his bed, deathbed, 88, and uh, <coughs> little energy left, little... Uh, uh, power left his last words or one of his last words one of, certainly his last hymn he didn't sing one of his brother's hymns I don't know why <laughs> he sang I praise my maker while I have breath and uh, that's power of praise when we see who the Lord is it's a wonder the greatness of God we sing it we speak it we narrate it all these different words uh, the nuances of praise we live it we live our lives in worship in, a, in, a, in an offering and praise to Him. Whatever we find our hands to do, we praise Him, bless the Lord, and it opens a way for the Lord to come. Hallelujah. Bless Him. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To find out more about our church, including our service times, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.